Howdy folks, it's Tuesday the 22nd of November and wherever you are, the Lord be with you. Thank you. I'm James Taylor and I'm the curate in the central hub of Church Wigan. We continue our reflection series, What Kind of King? As we look at Jesus' kingship and our passage today is Mark chapter 4 verses 35 to 41. Or as it's better known, the calming of the storm. I'm using the NRSVA translation of scripture. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great gale arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So far in this series, we've reflected on how the figures in scripture have shown their leadership skills and the nature of their leadership by the way they have interacted with the people they served. In this last week of the reflection series, and in this week between Christ the King and Advent 1, we think about Jesus' own kingship. In this passage, we see Jesus' kingship through not only his interactions with the disciples, but also with his interactions with the natural world. We will therefore explore how Jesus is not only a king to people, but to all of the created order. Will Gibbons reflected yesterday on how the birth of Jesus was a cosmic event, how Jesus' birth and the subsequent terror seen after it was a sign of the ongoing battle against God who is good and those who do evil. Will highlighted the supernatural element of Jesus' kingship, And today's passage is a continuation of that theme. Jesus and the disciples are sailing across Lake Galilee, from the Jewish side on the west coast of Galilee to the east side where the Gerasenes, who were Gentiles, lived. This is going over to the other side is a common phrase in Mark's Gospel, and it highlights Jesus' intention that his message is for everyone, not just the Israelites of the day. With our supernatural heads on, though, going across to the other side, could also symbolise the journey from life to death. We don't know if the disciples, as hardy northern fishermen, were superstitious or not. But if they were, and in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 14, verses 22 to 33, they seem to be as they seem to believe Jesus is a ghost when he walks on water. We have then the disciples going across Galilee at night, with them possibly feeling a bit cautious already. Without warning, a gale arises which causes the boat to take on so much water it becomes swamped and the disciples are concerned it will sink. Remember that a number of the disciples were veteran fishermen, so would be used to sailing at night, as that's when the fish come out, and used to sailing in a storm. For them to be disconcerned about the water and the storm, it must have been a ferocious storm. As well as the storm being practically difficult to navigate, and the niggle in the back of the head about crossing to the other side, 
The supernatural element of this passage is heightened even more with the arrival of the storm. In the creation narrative of Genesis 1, the earth was initially a formless void, and wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. Oceans and lakes were believed to be the realm of God, and a disordered world, where creatures beyond imagination would dwell. See Psalm 104. Like in Jonah, facing a storm could be considered a judgment from God with the added possibility of being consumed by a sea monster. No wonder then the disciples were afraid and frantically running about. Jesus the King, on the other hand, is calm and resting even amidst the chaos of the world, showing the disciples and us that ultimately there is nothing to fear. However, the disciples do not recognise this, and on awakening Jesus, they rebuke him, saying, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Verse 38. Jesus, as always, hears their cries and declares peace and commands the waters to be still. Jesus, a man, has calmed the storm, and they're not only calm, but dead calm. Jesus has authority as king, not just over people, but the whole of creation. This storm, these waters which invoke such fear and mystery, have been stopped in their tracks by one man. No human could achieve that. Only God could have authority in God's realm. As the disciples begin to recognise this, they're even more frightened than they were of the storm. Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Verses 41. Either they don't recognise Jesus anymore, or are too frightened to entertain the idea of the divine nature of Jesus. The chapter ends here, and whilst not recorded by Mark, time does pass by between the end of chapter 4 and the beginning of chapter 5. The disciples and Mark's readers then are forced to linger with the question, who then is this? There is no answer immediately from scripture. We are therefore expected to dwell with this question and ask ourselves, who then is this Jesus? How does his kingship over the whole of creation affect the way we think about the created order? How will we reflect on Jesus as divine king with this knowledge? This passage offers hope to us that even though the world around us seems scary and unpredictable, and even though we can't see a way ahead, Jesus is still in the middle of it all. He still has divine kingship over all the creation and will act to save us. Jesus doesn't mind being asked for help. The mistake the disciples made was that they did it in fear and not by faith. Therefore, whatever storms we face as Christians, may we recognise that Jesus, as divine king, has authority, and in faith, not fear, we can ask for his help. As we pray today, let us offer up to Jesus our King any storms we are currently facing, and be assured of his rule and authority over all situations, even the ones that seem life-threatening to us. King Jesus, you were present at the beginning of creation and have authority over all of the created order. You can calm any storm, physical, mental or spiritual. We ask for your help now, in faith, for any storm we face right now. Banish fear and fill our hearts with your perfect love, and may we share that love and hope with all those we encounter. We pray this in your almighty name, Jesus. 
and in the power of the Spirit, and in line with the will of the Father. Amen. Together with Christians across Liverpool Diocese, Church Wigan and the wider world, we pray the Lord's Prayer in whatever language or version that deepens our love for you. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for your time today, folks. Look after yourselves and each other, and go in peace.